All right. If you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, you are in the wrong room. So I got somebody who's a lot smarter, a lot tougher than I am, Miss Melissa. How are you doing, Miss Melissa? I'm doing good. How about you? Hey, every day's a great day. Uh, you know, we have the videos from Vegas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make, making fun of Mark and Mark. I'm kind of a jerk like that. I treat celebrities worse than what they should be treated. Yeah. Right. But I had, I had fun. We made money. We made $6,100. We made close to 4000 uh, the day before with college. Mm -hmm. And isn't it fun to see your bravada bankroll be more money than when you had the week before? <laughs> right. All right. So, so let's do it again this week. Uh, and we start with Thursday night. And then we talked about it last week. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you sent me text. You went the other way on a couple, and you had perfect logic. You mm -hmm. just got killed by the, the curse. It's really like a curse, <laughs> right? And people don't understand it. It's inexplicable. But I've learned not to bet against it. And it's the home dog on Monday night. Talk us through <laughs> that game <laughs> before we go Thursday night with the Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagle yes. fly. So tell us about that, that New York Jets game, how uh, – you had that, you, you were thinking about it back and forth, and I went with 80%. The home dog on Monday night, it could be the worst team of all time, but the home dog on Monday night covers 80% of the time, which is the highest level of probability. This is true. <laughs> How was that roller coaster? Oh my gosh, I was screaming at the TV because I was betting on, you know, obviously the other team. <laughs> so... Right, the field. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, it didn't go well. And the second that Rodgers was out, I was like, yes, it's over. Wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> Chris came in because it was inexplicable. It's going to, you know, it's going to hurt them, especially this, this week. Wilson sucks. He's a high school quarterback. He wasn't good yeah. at BYU. But in the NFL. Who knows why he's getting $30 million, God bless him. He's failing forward. Only in America. Yep. Are you better off marketing yourself than actually being good at something, right? And uh, Wilson, the quarterback of the Jets, is a perfect example of that. But, again, you don't go – again, this week we're going to look at it. I'll discuss it with Melissa. Home dog on Monday night. Probably shouldn't win, but it's the home dog on Monday night. All right, so Thursday night, 80% of the home teams win. That's mm -hmm. why Vegas has this over a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the key number, he has it at eight. Average score of an NFL game is 45 points. I think because the Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year, Vegas is overplaying his hand and trying – not overplaying their hand. What they're doing is taking advantage of people. They just go to the casino and bet overs and the favor. The Eagles, again last week, they're going to have the same formula they had last week, last year. They get killed. They get their asses beat in the second half of games. They go out to a big lead. They run it in the second half. And Melissa's doing a chart that shows, it's going to show the running and the passing the week before, that we can kind of integrate it. And then, then they start running in the second half, plus one. I'll have the whiteboard on, playing plus one on the Tuesday podcast. And next Tuesday will be arbitrage. And what arbitrage is, is that you uh, invest in 10 stocks in the same genre. They're similar to each other, right? You can take advantage of market inefficiencies and make money. That's the second uh, tenet of fundamental analysis that we talk, that we use to uh, technique to invest in stocks. Nobody's ever gotten rich with technical analysis. What they use on CNBC, what they use on Bloomberg. People have gotten rich selling it. People have not gotten rich using technical analysis. People have gotten rich using fundamental analysis. That's why we talk a lot about the coaches, first tenant fundamental analysis. Second is taking advantage of marketing efficiency. So buy low, sell high. So you got 48 points. That's high in the in the Average score of an NFL game is 45 points. So this this is probably pretty high, 49. 
and plus eight, which is over the number of times. So I'm going Viking plus eight under 49. Does that make sense, Melissa? I can agree with that. I can agree. All right, awesome. That is Looking it. That's the consensus pick. Vikings plus eight under 49. In every single podcast, yeah. every single meeting, right, that I have, the business consultant has to have a purpose and an outcome. And the purpose is to analyze uh, the game. Now, Melissa, she's been watching football with her dad since she was a young girl. She's watched a lot of football. So don't be fooled by a pretty face. He knows probably a lot more football than all of us. <laughs> the running things by her, she went contra to me, and she had her logic right on both games, and he beat me on the 49ers. So that's what God <laughs> gave us two years and one now. Because Alyssa knows what she is talking about. All right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be our first consensus pick. So purpose and outcome. The purpose is to make Melissa money. Did we make you money last week, Melissa? Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> All right. Uh, last week, we were 19 and 11, over, mm-hmm. uh, I think, over like 61, 62%, 59% you can live in Vegas. But at the end of the year, we want to be at 70%. Do a lot better than we've done previous year. But as good as we've done in the past. Next game is going to be the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a team that has to win early, right? Because they're a cheap team. Because Arthur Blank, the owner of Home Depot, got gold dug. And now he's broke as far as the team's concerned. Uh, they're playing in the dome against the Packers. And actually, this is a game. The average score of an NFL game is 45 points. There was a lot of unders last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to go Atlanta at home against the Packers, even though they won big. Uh, there's a big, you know, I was with Victor, uh, a good friend of mine, collaborating, picking games we've done well for the last 15 years. And the second, the second, the second half of the game, he was like, oh, next week you got to factor in that they didn't have all summer to prepare for this. Right, so there's going to be different teams that have all summer to prepare for this one game, and they got now they just have a week, and they don't have a lot of resources. That's your Green Bay Packers. Yes, Jordan Love he looks like two miles away from here. Uh, starting quarterback for your Green Bay Packers, he did good, blah blah blah. But it felt to me watching it that it was a low budget team who was really prepared for. Finally, doesn't have Aaron Rodgers back talking to him every time he play. And Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, I'll, you know, just run whatever you want. He got to run his own offense. This week against uh, Arthur Blank, he's coaching for his job. It's priced at 41 and a half. I'm going to say it's going to go over 41 and a half. Because Vegas has to compensate a little bit for all those games going under. And a lot of us guys looking for games going under. But 45, at 45 being the average of an NFL game, price at 41, I think it, this game could be like a 24-20 game. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I can agree with that. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a close game, a very close game. Um, the Falcons, right? We're looking at the Falcons, yeah. Falcons, sorry. Falcons, their rushing yards are a little bit more. They're higher last week than they are the Packers. Okay. So I feel like the offense or the defense is going to be a little bit stronger on their end. So it, it is going to be, I feel like, a tight game. Um, and I definitely see it being over 41 and Atlanta being plus one. All right, cool. So we'll go Atlanta plus one over 41. Now, Melissa, we can't let her pick the Chargers game because she's a Charger fan. But she can't give us a report on your L.A. Chargers. I had them in the Hawthorne effect. I, I did my professional why I got that game wrong. Uh, as we head into uh, Brable, who's a great coach, we talk about fundamental analysis. Brable covers seventy percent of his games, and he covered for us last week. I mean, that's Monday last week. So, what do you think? What's your early Chargers report, Melissa? Oh, it hurt last week. That's what. That's my report. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 
very good game. Our defense was not there. And then Eckler was not playing his best because of his ankle. And then on top of that, we've got, um, oh my gosh, Eric Kendrick, Kendrickson, Kendrickson, the new guy, yeah, the new guy, he's injured. He did not practice today. Eckler didn't practice today. So some of our top performers did not practice today. Who knows if they're going to be even in the game on, on Sunday. So I am. Let me ask you this question. When you were watching the game, uh, Tyree kill, right. And Mm -hmm. and we'll get into how you defend Tyree kill. I actually got the game on right now. Watching it, be watching it. They did not. I mean, like Josh, what do you know about football? What I know about football is sixty-one hundred bucks. Josh, what's up? Okay, so uh, they did not defend Tyree Kill the way he needed to mm-hmm. be defended. They were doing one-on-one coverage. You know, instead of playing zone, having guys up top reading a shell, and we're talking about the forty-five defense. Now, you, you know, am I a football coach? No. But I knew, do know certain technical things that have been shared to me by NFL coaches, NFL players that are key to football, all right? And, and the two-shell means rough under. They played man-to-man with Tyreek Hill. That means the game went over. So the question to you, Melissa, you watch all these Charger games, watch a lot of football, you know, since you were a little girl with your dad watching football, what is it that the Chargers secondary wasn't isn't that good, or was it that Miami's passing offense was so good with Tua? Tua had some passes that there's no way you can defend them. Uh, and Tyree Kill is the guy in the NFL. So, what was your analysis of that? I think they underplayed Miami's defense and and offense and I think that going into this game they thought they were prepared and they thought that they were top they thought that they were top guys because of how far they made it last year and how many times they beat Miami last year and I think that they just they were over their head and they made assumptions and they weren't prepared like they thought they were um they didn't play how they should have they didn't have as many um they didn't use the right um wide receivers like the right wide receivers that they should have um but yeah Tua is a great quarterback and I think they just weren't prepared for right for all and then you know and at the end you get back to management and you get back to uh the fact that the Spanos you know are Greek mafia people that have to kick up the Telesco had to develop players Mm-hmm. Trying to develop guys on the offensive line, and Bryce Staley, God bless him, he has to do fifteen jobs. Right <laughs> on the other side, you have Daniel, who has a guy for each thing, and Vic Sandro did a great job. When you talk about corporate management, that's why he's a high price, two million dollar a year defensive coordinator. Because at the end of the game, he had fresh defensive linemen, even though they were getting killed all day. Those fresh defensive linemen killed. The charger offensive line, who supposed to develop guys because they don't want to pay the free agency for good offensive line. So as long as Staley gets you the young guy, interesting job. As long as he um, keeps at it, the Chargers have a chance still for that ten and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and crazy things happen during the season, but for that that particular game. Um, the changer did a good job. So, same thing. It's going to happen this week with Brable. He he he, he covers seventy percent of his game. He's made us a lot of money, and he's made us a lot of money with the under. The Chargers hopefully can win this game for mm-hmm. Melissa's sake, <laughs> but I don't Fingers think they're going to cover. But we're going to go with the Titan plus three under forty six because we got Derrick Henry. And the defensive line of the Chargers didn't look that great. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're going to run it up and down. But the Chargers are going to be in that game. The Chargers can make it, you know, hopefully they, yeah. they kick a field goal and they win by two. And we win I, on both sides of the side. I feel like there's going to be a lot of surprises in this game. 
because they're both zero and one and they're both going to be fighting for that spot to be one right. and one and one. So what do you think? Because what killed us last last weekend on a couple of unders was special teams. So you think mm-hmm. maybe there'll be some special team scores that might get it over 46? Yeah, I think Or do might. you think the special team scores or whatever is going to keep it under 46? I think this game in particular – I've seen the Titans and the Chargers go over before, but history sometimes doesn't repeat itself. So, right, I I agree with the under. I, right, I feel under. like it would be under. Yeah. I as far as which it. team, as far as which as which team, I cannot decide because I am. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I, okay, enjoy the game. Nah, enjoy the game. Yeah. Enjoy it's like my team, nah. my heart, or. The Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my buddy Victor, he's a Bills fan. But he bet the Jets because of the you know the, the Monday night home dog on Monday night curse. Yep. You have to bet the Jets. <laughs> you know, so he's like, hey, if I lose, I'm emotionally distraught, but I won money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Home dog on Monday night. Certain things you can't go again. The other one, and I'll send you an email about this. It's the uh, great alliteration, but it's true. The double-digit dog in the division covers 80% of the time. You never bet blindly. You have yeah, to have exactly. a, a thought behind it. You have, number one rule of uh, betting is always do your research. And I'm going to put, as always, in the episode notes, the top 10 rules of betting. And coming back from the trip of, in Vegas, uh, I take notes on some other things that kind of popped up and kind of pulled together. You know, mm-hmm. you know sometimes you forget things at the season. Uh, this is just the start of the season. Mm-hmm. All right. Fourth, fourth game we look at is your L.A. Not L.A. Charger, Las Vegas Raiders at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo, heartbreaking, crazy loss on Monday night. They're favored by 10 points. 10 points is a key number. So mm-hmm. I'm going to buy the point. Garoppolo's, as much as I hate him personally, right? <laughs> He's a ridiculous pervert who put in his contract that he has to go free, get free prostitutes. I think he's the first guy ever to put in his actual contract that all his prostitutes have to be paid for. Uh, you know, complete degenerate, right? You know, he's not a bad-looking guy. You'd think he would go the normal route and just go on Tinder or something. But no, he's he's way out there. I mean, right? to each their own. You know, I'm not judging the guy. I'm just saying impulse mm-hmm. control for interceptions. I know, yeah. But he has the highest winning percentage. So you can't. yeah. If you're a big moralistic person, you're betting, you got to put your morality, your religion, your politics completely out of it, you know, right. and, and get to the truth so you can determine outcomes, all right? right? So, plus 11 at Buffalo early in the season, salesmen think short-term. Businessmen mm-hmm. and women think long-term. So the Bills are got bigger fish to fry. They're thinking long term. They just want to win the game. So I like the Raiders to be able to cover the eleven points, and I think it's going to be under forty-seven points because of what I mentioned. Them having to do things uh, for later. In- what do you think, Melissa? I, I'm going to agree with you on the under, but I'm going to disagree and go with the bills. I feel like Josh Allen had, he did have a rough, rough night on Monday, three interceptions, (laughs) painful, very painful. And I feel like he's going to try to come back from that. And I mean, Garoppolo, he has a history. And yes, he won last week, but is he going to be able to keep up with that? We'll see. But I, I have high hopes for the Bills. 
All right. So that one would deadlock in one. Since uh, Victor, that's his favorite team, maybe he can break the tie. And yes. if Scott's going to participate, maybe Scott can break the tie. But we're deadlocked <laughs> yes. on that one. So people listening, maybe you want to stay away from that and go with what Melissa and I, we were watching football combined probably Melissa's mm-hmm. uh, in her mid-20s, so maybe at five she started watching. So we'll call it 25 years. I've been watching for 42 years. That's 52 years of watching football. So both mm-hmm. Melissa and say the under, bet the under, maybe stay away from the side because her and I have a disagreement yes. on it. We posted on Sunday, we'll have somebody we trust, who has good judgment, who does a lot of research, give you the consensus. Yes. But we are deadlocked on the Raiders <laughs> and degenerate Garofalo. Give <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, that was the interesting thing about Vegas, you know, talking to people hanging out, people who are just betting their player, betting their team blind. Did you do any research? No, did you read? No. I'm a no. $40. Look at my tattoo. I'm Raiders. Look at my tattoo. I got my Garoppolo shirt off. I'm a Garoppolo guy. I like him with the Niners. I like him with the Raiders. I'm saying $1,000. That's not a valid reason. But, hey, like, Melissa said, see, Cheryl. Yep. Uh, P. Cheryl. P. Carroll has he won three national titles in USC. Mm-hmm. Been to Super Bowls, won one Super Bowl. Uh, he's seventy-three years old. Cognitive decline, control freak. How long can this last? Going against really young uh, Detroit Lions, really hype coming off a big win. Detroit has more rep than the Seahawks. Maybe I might change this one. What do you think? Seahawks or Lions? Maybe Lions? It's either Lions minus five or Seahawks plus six. Average um, score of an NFL game 45. Both these teams want to load up for division games, but I see them being really conservative and running a lot, keeping it under 51. What do you think, Melissa? Hmm. I, I'm kind of I'm looking at their chart right now. There's a lot more penalties on the Seahawks. There's a lot less rushing yards, a lot less passing yards. It's, I mean, the Seahawks are down here. The Lions are, they're, they're up here. It's right, like, right. How, it's not like, like the they, Lions played a bad team. The Lions played yeah. the Chiefs, so yeah. Yeah. So let's go Lions, Lions minus five. Yeah. And if we ever have a talk on the Lions game, we always go with uh, Adrian Rob, the big Lions fan. Oh, yes, yes. That's that's his. So Lions minus five. And I, I still like the under 51 points. It's just too many points. Oh, yeah, and, I agree with uh, that. Yeah. All right. So. Melissa and I agree. The Lions minus five under 51. I'm liking this, yes. man. We're making a lot of money. They're $1,000 a game. This is that's cool. We're, you know, we're, we're making money watching football, having a great time. <laughs> the Texans are at home. These are two horrible franchises, two horrible yep. teams. Uh, you know, you can't take seriously, you can't predict the the member of the family who has a substance abuse problem, always has problems, always mm-hmm. late to Thanksgiving dinner. Both these teams are like this, but it's a home game. You gotta give the fans in Houston a little bit of hope. You can't trust dysfunctional teams with points. So as a result of that, you can't trust the Texans with any points. You got to put them on the money line. The money line isn't that bad. Plus 105. So I'm going to go with the Texans on the money line, plus 105. And 40, what do you think? Well, I think 40 is just way too low. It seems like a 24-20 game. Average score of an NFL game is 45. What do you think about it going over 40? Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. 
with this team in particular, I don't see it going over 40. I'll be very surprised if it does. All right, so let's go under 40 points. Texas in the money line under 40. All right, we're rolling along. The Texans undermining line plus 105, under 40. Two and a half teams. The only way they can get over is how that Colts game got, got over last week with special teams. But you can't predict mm -hmm. special teams and you can't predict turnover. And as the year goes along, I'll ask you that question because this is a big debate with sports betting. You guys didn't know what they're doing. Can you predict turnovers or can you not? So maybe around week 12, I'll ask you. Can you, where do you fall on that? Now, you know, because it would have been 12 weeks spending games. Can you predict turnovers? I think you can't, but there's some teams who are good at getting turnovers. You kind of factor it in. But it's kind of a wild card. Same thing with special teams. You can't predict your score on special teams. Now, mm -hmm. Willingham, the coach of Utah, made a point that 55% of games are won with offense. It used to be defense win championship. But 55% of one with offense, 40% of one with defense, and 15 with special teams. Depending on games, you got to be between 60 and 80, which is the highest level of probability. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, it's going to be your Texan on the money line, plus 105, under 40. Yes. All right. And we're gonna make some money on this game here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, easy. <laughs> against the shitty ass Chicago easy. Bears. They were pathetic last week at home all summer to prepare. Now there's questions about Eberhoff. He was the cheapest guy they could get. He's never done anything, he's never won anything. He was the decent coordinator of the cheap ass Colts. Never, I don't, I don't think maybe they want to play a game once, whatever. He's good at what he does, but right now, as a head coach, he's failing miserably with the Bears. Justin Fields has never won anything. He didn't even win a playoff game in college with Ohio State. Now he's going against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's defense looked really good against Kirk Cousins, right? Definitely a guy you can't bet on. It's Kirk Cousins. The total on this game is 43, and then in the second half, it's going to be 100 degrees, 100% humidity. So there's Ooh. no way. I'll text you, Melissa. Right? right? There's no way the Bears are going to uh, be able to win the second half line. So it's Tampa Bay on the money line, minus 140. Okay? Mm -hmm. Minus 140 over 43. And Tampa Bay second half line. All right. Yeah, that there's no such thing as a lot, but there's something to the eighty percent probability. So there's eighty percent chance that Tampa Bay will cover the second half line. So I remember you texted me last week. What were the odds? The odds were eighty percent you were going to win. <laughs> you just got hit with a. Home dog on Monday night curse. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Never gonna live that down. <laughs> right. No, no, no. It's it's just one of those things. I, and I and I did the the Twitter video. So I've been burned by it many many times. I defied oh, it. Yeah. And yeah. and I've been burned. You know. So I, I try to avoid people from burning it. It's why I did the, the Twitter video, and I explained them. Yeah. Logic will tell you that you know I'm gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is gonna be a really good game. It was a hard hitting game. Oh my gosh, yes. The franchises, the the Harbaugh Mafia family against um, Callahan's. Callahan's got to the Super Bowl. Callahan is the offensive lines coach for Cleveland. The offensive coordinator is his son. 
for Cincinnati. So a lot of nepotism, a lot of football. Uh, so what I'm thinking of, if you win two out of three sides of the bet, right, 66%, you see 2.5% is break even. So if you get two of them, you want to get three. When you play three sides of a bet, you want to get three. But if you get two out of three, you're still making money. You're still Warren Buffett making money. So, you're still up. Exactly. So what do you think, Melissa? We go, yeah, we're sitting at Vegas, and I'm like, okay, Melissa, we got $1,000 a game. What do you think, <laughs> Melissa? Are we getting Ravens minus three? I think I said plus three. Whoa, I'm getting Ravens plus three. Oh, That's uh-oh. Good. Bengals on a money guy for a crazy game to hit fifty four yard field goal, right? To win the game. Uh, uh um and then under forty six, that could go either way. I could, I could see it going either either way. Average score of an NFL game is forty five. Yeah. Both these teams are thinking long term. They're thinking playoffs. They're thinking Super Bowl. How much okay. are they gonna show? But Harbaugh used to be a special teams coach. So you're thinking, okay, these teams have stuff in their back pockets for special teams. Special teams touchdowns and special teams scores. I was going over with Victor last week. He made a good point about that. that it's early in the season. The teams haven't played yet. These are kind of surprising. And it's kind of hard to get into a rhythm of special teams. So with all of that being said, what do you think about this game, Melissa? I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Um, Bengals are usually really freaking good, and Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, very exciting. And this is a division game, so they play each other twice a year. There's grudges involved. There's beef involved. There's a lot of emotion involved. Both team hate, bases hate each other. You know. Yep. It's gonna be very. So heated. I guess it's a crazy <laughs> game. We're gonna play three sides of the bat. And what do you think? Over or under 46? What does your female intuition tell you? I I can agree with... I can agree with what you're saying. All right, cool. Okay. So we're going to go three sides of the bet. We're going to go under the 46. Because you can't predict special team score. And what we want to do is two out of three, right? It's going to be a crazy game. So we're giving ourselves three chances to win. If we win one out of two because of arbitrage, then in more than 10 games for that 20% luck factor. So you want to win enough games to be over 52.5, make money, and have a plan for that yes. 20% luck factor. Mm-hmm. That's why we bet three sides of the bet, and that's why we put money on every game. Right. All right. Next game, it's two uh, really bad cheap family teams. The Giants got killed last week. The Cardinals cover. I think Vegas knows that the Cardinals are really, really bad, but they covered last week against a really bad uh, Washington team. I think they do it again this week. They cover the five points, and Vegas understands that everybody knows that both these teams suck. They priced it at 38. Right, so buy low, sell high. So two shitty teams, Vegas puts it at 38. The average score of an NFL game is 45. So that gives you like a seven-point value, right? We talked about what value is. So I like the over 38, Melissa's special team score. Yeah. So we'll name it on the the podcast. Uh, Scott was like last year, uh, if you live in the past, you die in the past. That's a Pete Carroll move. And for this game, we're going to put Melissa special teams touchdowns to <laughs> make the game go over. So the Melissa special yeah. teams will get this game over. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I'm definitely feeling the Cardinals on this. Um, normally, I'd be going against the Cardinals, but I think it's the Giants and the Giants suck. <laughs> exactly. We made the playoffs exactly. last year, but it was it was smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Exactly. The Giants didn't really play that good last last game and last week. And I'm looking at their stats this time, like or right now, and the Cardinals have a higher chance. Yeah, I, I, I feel. 
Yeah, all right, we'll go with Kyler it's gonna be, Murray. It's going to be close. It's going to be close, but yeah. Yeah, it's going to be close. But yeah, exactly. So it's plus five. So if it's a close loss, me and Melissa, we cash our tickets. Yes. And our bankroll <laughs> is blowing up, which is the whole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This game I feel really strongly about because uh, Wilson sucks. It's <laughs> going to Dallas. Dallas looked good last week. Uh, minus three under the 46 points because Dallas has a good defense and the Jets suck. They can't score. They can't get lucky. They can't get a Melissa special teams touchdown to go over. They're not going to get that this week. So give me your Dallas Cowboys. How about them boys? Minus three under the 46. Average score right now. Fun game is 45. What do you think, Melissa? Let's see those Jets go down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm feeling the Cowboys. Um, the, they might have had a lucky game last, you know, on Monday. Right. Are they going to do it again? You know, exactly. No. No. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So it's going to be your Dallas Cowboys. How about them boys? Minus three, under forty six. Now you got mm-hmm. the Commanders. The Commanders in transition. Everybody got fired off the front office. Rivera's on his last leg. The enemy, again, another guy that personally nobody likes. Um, he's beaten all his wives, girlfriends, and got fired from everywhere. Andy Reid didn't let him call plays, so we don't know how well he called plays. Last week, they, they beat a bad team, so you can't really draw anything from that. Denver has the highest winning percentage at home. They lost a tough division game last week. It's in altitude. So give me the Broncos minus 180. Uh, Broncos have a good defense. The you know, commanders have a shitty offense and that offensive coordinator I told you about. And in the altitude, give me uh, the Broncos on the second half line in altitude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember talking to Chad, the Chad playing and different players. The altitude does make a difference. Almost like the heat. Oh. The so you go against the other team on the second half line. So give me your Denver Broncos minus 180, under 40, in the Broncos second half line. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I can agree with that. I feel like the Broncos are going to have the upper hand because they aren't going to be you know, home. And like you said, the altitude really has a huge impact. Sometimes it can take two days to adjust to a high altitude. Your lungs, your heart, right. your everything – Exactly. That has a huge impact. You're tired faster. Right. With me, I get heart palpitations. I'm out of breath. You know, I'm I'm exhausted. <laughs> I want to sleep when I'm high right, up, right. high altitude. Exactly. So they're used to that. They're like, we got this. <laughs> Let's go. So <laughs> I can agree with this. All right, man. All right. I feel really excited about that. Another game, heartbreaker. I had the money on path. <laughs> uh, man, if that guy drags his feet at the end of the game, I think we're all right. Uh, again, that's one of those things, right? So part of the process of betting, and this is pretty much goes across for all the people who do well, is you look at Sunday night when the odds come up. You see, okay, I'm going to jump on this game. Like I jumped on the Rams plus eight. Previous, yeah. yeah, on the Rams plus eight against 49er, division game, boom, plus eight. I jumped on that right away. Then you start doing research and you get 80 to 90% of the games done by today, by Wednesday. That's why we did the podcast on Wednesday because we got most of the games picked. Then on Sunday, especially later on in the season, it might be a line swing. So one game might be, you know, minus four plus the key number three, but then jump to eight. You might like it at eight, but not at three. So you kind of wait for it, you know, for the big fan base. People blindly bet the 49ers, Packers, Dallas, to push that line up, and boom, that's where you go the other way. Same thing in college, third game, whatever. So, with that being said, uh, the path started at plus five. So, if I would have bet it on Sunday nights, I would have been fine. Four and a half, I lost. Mm -hmm. But, I'll ask you this, Melissa. You've watched a lot of football. You've watched a lot of Bill Belichick games. You've been to the Super Bowl. Do you think Bill Belichick is going to lose twice at home? No. 
between the yeah the Dolphins. And you saw the Dolphins. No. Hell no, hell no. So we're gonna Hell go no. pack money line. Let's see where the money line is. I like I like how you did not hesitate. You were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> my father and my brother are huge Pat fans. So every <laughs> Sunday it was all about the Pats. So yeah. <laughs> they, I love it. There's so no awesome. way they're gonna lose twice in a row. <laughs> I'm putting my hard earned money on it. We are. Yes. So it is the we'll bet three sides of the bet. We'll cover our ass. If he does lose by one point, uh, we're still making money. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. So the Pats on the money line, they are I like it, man. Getting excited, man. If you go through the process, right? And yeah. Dope. Okay, so they're plus one forty. That means you put a hundred bucks, okay. you get forty back. So we're gonna go. We're gonna cover our ass. We're gonna go packed plus three. I say it's gonna be under forty-seven because Belichick's a defensive guy. Yeah. Right. So you'll be able to stop that. He's not gonna allow oh, yeah, kill to go crazy like the Chargers. They're gonna have the two high. Two safeties, right? Here. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. And they gotta cheat, right? They're gonna put their hands on Tyreek. They're gonna push him. They're gonna interfere him. Exactly. The call it. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know how the rest are gonna call it. Yeah. So plus one forty. We are gonna make money because Melissa's dad and brother, Pat's parents, and she knows all about the Pats. So not that's not I don't know. It's knowledge we're putting money in our pockets then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. That is so awesome. Sunday night football. Home team wins a lot. High percentage. You got the Panthers against the Saints. Division mm-hmm. game. Uh, I think under. But I could go either way on the side. I like the Frank Wright. Maybe a lot of money as a coach. Against even teams at home. That car. What is this after? In a way, I do love him. Is he such a disaster? We cover <laughs> We <laughs> right. do what we're going to cover We made that money off that game. I'm going to go double down on that. I'm going to go Panthers plus a three, under 41. What do you think, Melissa? I can agree with that. Um, I feel like the Panthers' defense is a little bit better than the Saints, so they might have more of a winning chance in this game. Um, yes, the Saints won, but Panthers' defense might look a little bit better in this game. So... Nice. So, so people insane. start chasing. And it goes plus four. Melissa and I might wait till Sunday night to get that plus four. Panthers. I love mm-hmm. the under forty one. Uh, yeah. Coach Wright likes to run it. And uh, Dennis Allen's a defensive guy. Last game was what 16, 16 or fifteen against the Panthers. Against mm-hmm. the uh, Titans, similar type game. We got the under. We got Braveville. We're gonna get two in a row. Now the last game is gonna be all Melissa. Because Melissa, right again, don't get don't get confused by the pretty things. She's very savvy, very, very intelligent. <laughs> and sign of an intelligent person is a contrarian. Right? She went right at it week one. She did no hesitation, no way not. You're wrong. 49ers are gonna win boom and cover. And boom, she was right, I was wrong. So I'm I'm learning, right? So Melissa has the last game. Miss Melissa Monday night. It is home dog on Monday night again. Super Bowl yeah. winning coach against the Cleveland Clown at home, and the total is 42. What do you think? Miss Monday night, Melissa. Miss Monday night. Not just alliteration. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, looking at the Brown stats from last week, um, they did pretty good. The Steelers, they didn't do as good, but they're going to be home this time. They're going to have that crowd right. hype, you know. They're going to be more terrible town. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have that energy within them. They're right. they're going to have more of that spark. So their uh, passing yards are about the same. So their total plays are about the same. Time of possession is about the same. 
it's just the only thing is the rushing yards to the defense. Right. Is is it's like this between the two teams, but they're home. So, home dog on Monday night. It's 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 tough. And of course, we know that Cleveland's offensive line coach is Coach Callahan. He's gotten to the Super Bowl a few times, won the Super Bowl. Uh, so we're gonna go with Melissa to have yes. home dog on Monday night to learn from her mistakes. Yes. And it's gonna be over forty two because it's a division game, and for sure you're gonna oh get that's yeah. a special teams play to get make the game over. Yes. Nice. So man, you feel extremely excited about this week making money. We were twelve and one time. I think we missed two games. We missed two games. Oh, lucky we have Melissa here to keep track of my ADHD <laughs> and my excitement. These second half lines with Denver and Tampa Bay, these are money. So what what are the two games we overlooked? Uh the Chiefs and the Jaguars we'll start with. Chiefs and Jaguars. They call this the Mormon Bowl, right? Both coaches mm-hmm. go to the same Mormon mission. Andy mm-hmm. Reid lives in the office. He ignores his whole family. That's why one kid committed suicide. One kid with a bunch of cocaine, pills, and alcohol <laughs> killed four people on the way to the Super Bowl. Line races coach. Uh, going against Peterson. Peterson is in his same mission. Peterson beat him last year. You know, you got to think, they go to these Renaissance weekends himself, you know, Frank Reich, all these, you know, uh, Peterson beat him last year. So I'm thinking, what do you think, Melissa? Since it's his friend, he got him the job. I think Reed beats him this year. I think so. And I'm thinking she's minus two, and it's going to be under 51 because Vegas understands that the Chiefs are a high-scoring team, but late in the season. Because yes. think short-term, businessmen and women like Melissa think long-term. Long-term thinking is higher-level thinking, right? So, yes, 51 if this is week 14, but weeks two with Andy Reid hiding play for division opponents and the same thing with the Jaguars, I see it under 51. The average score of the NFL game is 45. What do you think, Melissa? I can agree with that. Um, I I agree the Chiefs are probably going to take this one. There's no way in hell that Mahomes is going to let them lose another week in a row. He is one competitive motherfucker. He's not going to let that happen again. Right, exactly. It'll be a good game, but no way in hell. He's going to take that win. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and as Melissa knows from that playoff game last year, Jaguars are not world beaters. (laughs) No. No, no, they can they can kiss my butt. I'm still salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those dancey Jaguar fans, eighty percent of them live in trailer parks. Not I get yep. eighty percent of the homes in Jacksonville are trailer parks. Not saying anything about it. Not moral judgment. It's just the facts. <laughs> the other game we missed, Melissa. Uh, that would be the 49ers and the Rams. 49ers and the Rams. Corporate governance, Canahan, both of them big time nepotism people. Canahan's mm-hmm. dad was his roles. McVeigh, his dad was a longtime general manager of your San Francisco 49ers. They won all those Super Bowls. They got the guy I went to high school with, good friend, William Floyd, probably guy from Florida State football, the Florida State criminals. Um, <laughs> McVeigh and Canahan are both part of the Andy Reid. Mafia football family, and they all just act the same. They do the same things, and uh, McVeigh has gotten the better of him mm-hmm. each and every time. A lot of respect for McVeigh. What he did last week, had a team ready to play on the road, beat old man. If you live in the past, you die in the past. Mm-hmm. Past result, past results are not indicative of future events or results. Uh, I like the Rams plus eight is what I got. It's plus seven now. Is that a touchdown? Mm-hmm. They always play a really close game. I see this being a 24-20 game. And 24-20 would be under 43. 
Mm-hmm. So you, you watched a lot of West Coast games. You were right on the 49ers last week. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what does Miss Melissa think about this game? Um, I definitely feel the Rams on this one. Yes, they're both they're both California teams, but right. the Rams are going to be home. I feel like right. the Rams usually do good when they're home. There are times against the 49ers that they don't do good. But... I feel like they're going to do good this week. I see right. them doing better this week. Or right. Not better, but I feel like I feel like they're going to do better than the 49ers. And Gruden Ball and the Reed Mafia Ball is controlling the clock, controlling mm-hmm. the game with the run, run game. They have great offenses. They can get in shootouts and win. But for the most part, thinking long-term, they want to protect the legs of the defense along. That's a, that's a statistic mm-hmm. we'll look at as a year goes along. And also uh, – this week, we'll look at um, participation charts, too, as the year goes along. That tells us a lot. So they get ahead of that by running the ball a lot, keeping their defense on the field, keeping them fresh. For us, it's not idle football knowledge. It's us making money knowledge. That, to yeah. us, means the under. That's how we yes. translate that. Under 43. Yes. Man, last week, we were over 60%. We want to get to 80% one week, man. Make that money. Hey, what, 95% college last week? Want to repeat that? Yes, we will. <laughs> I'm super psyched. How, how are you feeling, Melissa? I'm feeling good. I feel really good. I mean, college last week, I was 11 and 0 with my. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I felt so good. I was like, every single game, <laughs> one, one, one. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then <laughs> with NFL, I, I did pretty good too. That feeling, right? Yeah, awesome <laughs> it felt yeah. amazing. Yeah, it and better than the people that do it and just feel it. Melissa and I are a little different. We share it. Mm-hmm. We want you involved. We want you winning. We want you reporting winning. You, people already reported 750000 What we want now is if you won, give us a tip. Just go straight to the website. Give us a little bit of a tip. You got some knowledge on a game. You got some insight. Go ahead let us know. Right, because when you give one, you get ten back. And as Winston Churchill said, it's not just at the end of Virgin River season five when they said this. Actually, I'm an English major in and uh, uh, William Churchill said this during World War One, like Zelensky going out there, regardless of your politics, is going out there soothing the people. Uh, Winston Churchill did the same thing, and he said, "You make a living from your labor." But you make a life from what you give. Thanks for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network.